I think during the offseason, I should just create a video for every single player in the NFL and title it, Should the Packers Sign This Guy? And then as they get released, I could just release the video. I mean, honestly, this sounds like a genius plan. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Made it on ESPN commercial, Grassi, and today we are going to be talking about lots of potential signings as we are less than 24 hours away from the final cutdown to the 53-man roster, which will be tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, let's start with Tom Grassi, 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 go Pack go. Grassy Tom. Thank you. And we got Owen Backup. A big shout out and thank you to the brand new Patreon members over at patreon.com slash Tom Grassy Comedy. And we got the new YouTube members. First, we got John Michael Benedict. We have Kevin Barrett and Seahawks 2004. Thank God that's not Seahawks 2014. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. So today was actually going to be uh, my last 53-man roster prediction But then so much happened today that, honestly, we're just not going to get to it. And tomorrow, I'm just going to wind up doing a video telling you uh, what the 53-man roster is going to be and giving you my thoughts on that. So let's talk about the two wide receivers the Green Bay Packers brought in first. First, they brought in Chester Rogers, had a visit with the Packers, an undrafted free agent in 2016, played with the Colts for four years, was hanging out with Miami on their practice squad. And during his time in the NFL, he's had 111 receptions for a little over 1,200 yards and five touchdowns. His best year was in 2018, where he started 10 games, had 53 receptions for 485 yards and two touchdowns. So if you're looking at this and you're like, oh, okay, not really blowing anything away. Yeah, you're correct. Trestor Rogers is really not like going to be our answer at wide receiver. I would imagine they're trying him out to maybe just get some veteran leadership on that practice squad or potentially just stowing him away if they wind up signing him on in case somebody gets hurt. And then they also had Devin Smith come in for a tryout who was cut by the Dallas Cowboys. And he was a former second round pick from the 2015 draft from the New York Jets. And in that entire span, he's only played 18 games. And it's not because he's not good. Unfortunately, he's had some terrible luck. During his rookie season, he tore his ACL in his knee, and then he tore it again in 2017 in the same knee. And while he's now 28 years old, he just got cut by the Cowboys, who he played four games with them last year, didn't really do anything. The guy is 6'1", 199 pounds, and ran a 4-4-2-40, which again, back in college when he was in Ohio State, guy had over 2,500 yards in his college career and 30 touchdowns. So, I mean, the guy was definitely a monster in college and then it kind of just fell flat I mean the guy was drafted in the second round and it seems like it's just been the injury bug and just terrible terrible luck this is one of those guys that'd be like okay you know what I would be very interested in potentially signing him to the practice squad getting him back on his feet and uh, even though he's kind of suffered through injuries throughout his career 
you know, maybe this could be his resurgence at 28 years old. And you also look at the Cowboys, too. I mean, they are also stacked at wide receiver right now, so they don't need a guy like Devin Smith. So he has potential. Then continuing with wide receiver news, while the Packers haven't brought him in for anything, my DMs were blowing up about him. Cardinals released Hakeem Butler, their wide receiver who was their fourth round pick just last year. Did not play a single snap in the NFL because he messed up his hand last year and he missed the entire year and went on IR. He ran a 4-4-8 40-yard dash, and when he was in Iowa State, he had 110 receptions for over 2,100 yards and 18 touchdowns. And so people are already like, Tom, Hakeem Butler, bring him in. Bring him in. And again, I would give him a shot. Sure, why not? I don't, that doesn't guarantee a roster spot. But I think we also have to look at, again, if we're continuing this conversation with wide receiver, you know, who is going to get cut essentially for one of these guys to make the 53, which is literally tomorrow, right? You have guys that are definitely going to make the team like an MVS, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, I would assume EQ. And then as we talked about guys like Kumaro, Bagleton, Malik Turner, they're kind of like all on the fringe. And I don't know if they've actually guaranteed themselves a spot on the roster just yet. Well, Hakeem Butler, I would imagine they would kind of say, hey, go on the practice squad. Worst case scenario, we can call you up and we'll take it from there. And finally, the one guy that I actually am the most interested in signing was just cut by the Denver Broncos today. And that's inside linebacker Todd Davis. Now, former undrafted free agent, went on to win a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos, has had a great career with them, six years with Denver. He had a little stint on the practice squad with the Saints. He played 63, he started 63 games for them, had one interception, 13 passes defended, two sacks, 285 solo tackles, and 448 combined tackles. Now, he is another one who has dealt with injuries. At 28 years old, he had a right calf injury last year. He had a left calf injury this year that kept him out of training camp, and it looks like they just cut him. Now, rumors are that he's okay and he is healthy now. He's starting to get limited back into practice, but for the Broncos, I guess the injury was too significant or he was falling behind too much. I know there was other guys on the roster that started overtaking him on the depth chart. And listen, I'll be very, very honest. Todd Davis is not going to be your coverage guy. Just looking at his stats and also looking into the guy, I mean, he he's not going to be a, what we hope Christian Kirksey can be. However, looking at his tackle numbers and doing some research, it seems like he's pretty damn good at stopping the run. You know, that thing that we need. And I would have argued few days ago that we don't have to sign him, but Kamal Martin missing at least six games I mean, that makes it a little bit more interesting. We talked about Kirksey and how he's fitting well into the team, and I have a lot of high hopes for him, but who's going to line up next to him? Is it going to be Oren Burks? Is it going to be Ty Summers? Oren Burks, again, has dealt with injuries, has really yet to make a name for himself, and Ty Summers, who was drafted late last year, you know, is still a pretty new guy, and I don't know if he's ready to be a starter. And so you bring in Todd Davis, who has a ton of veteran experience, can still play, obviously has a little bit of a linger injury, but I think, you know, until Kamal Martin comes back, this guy makes the most sense, and you can get him for relatively cheap. So if there's anybody out of all of this, I would actually ignore the wide receiver spot, just like the Packers did during the draft, and I would go inside linebacker here. The injury with Martin kind of just puts me over the top, so I would love to give Todd Davis a call. But again, with cuts coming down tomorrow, who is not going to make the team because of that? We're going to have to wait and see. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think the Packers should sign any of these fine folks? 
And tomorrow we'll be back with the official 53-man roster. We do have a stream tonight for the Friday night Q&A at 7 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to check that out. But you can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back, go. Go.